0: Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Again, again, again. Tickets.
1: oh he's coming in clear baby right off the bat can you hear me i can hear you i can hear you wow
0: look at the denim on the young
1: man today the denim's out to play today it really is um how you doing man
0: i'm uh i'm getting back on my feet and it was a rough week for me with covid um but i i feel good right now i feel good i feel you know, I don't go back to work till next week. Um, but I, f- I feel, I feel better. You know, like I'm, I'm getting gaining steam. I guess I could say.
1: Yeah, you look great in that proud ninety polo. Look at the kids. Yeah. That's a sponsorship. I'm watching some
0: sports too, tick, which is great for for what we got on the ticket today. Yeah,
1: you've got no excuses. All you've been had to do this week was just watch sports. You should yeah. be, you should know as much as anybody what's going on in this past week. I mean, you've just been glued <clears throat> to that TV screen because you had COVID, couldn't do anything, couldn't go to work.
0: I will say I've been able to watch more basketball in the last week than I have the the entire season, and 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 you know what is it's been great. Last night. I got to watch an unbelievable game, which I did not think was going to be even remotely close, um, if I'm being honest. The Clippers and Denver Nuggets game was sensational. I don't know if you you, you caught any of it. You didn't think it was going to be close because
1: you you thought Denver was going to blow them out or or what?
0: Yeah, yeah. I love Denver. I thought it was going to be an app. I mean, listen, the the Clippers had no Marcus Morris. They had no, obviously, still no Paul George. No... I mean, I don't even know when Kawhi is coming back. And then there was one more guy that got ruled out last second. So, like, basically they had half of their team. Sure. Um, you know, they had Zubac and, and Randy Jackson. But some of these guys, like Terrence Mann and this Boston kid, they they stepped up, man. They look good. They do.
1: They do. They look very good. Well, we'll get into all that. We'll get into the NBA. Welcome back. It's another episode of The Sportsman. We missed last week. We're sorry about that. We can't control what's going on with COVID, but we're here. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy you're healthy, and I'm ready to rip into another episode of The Sportsman here.
0: I, I am too. F- we should just let it rip. Let's All let's right. get straight into it. I'm ready to go. Thing
1: I want to talk about before we even jump into the sports is what we missed is you took an epic trip to Las Vegas. This is sort of the preamble to Cutsy getting devastatingly sick. <laughs> he just ripped up uh, Vegas and I don't want to get into the minutiae of it. I'm sure you went over it in Bob's podcast, but what I do want to say is is that Cutsy had an opportunity to meet one of the best players in the NHL, Jack Eichel, recently traded from Buffalo, now plays in Vegas, and they had an yeah. opportunity to meet him. And it, it was fascinating. There's a video that captivated the internet that was Cutsy <laughs> trying to come up with some sort of golf comparison to relate to Jack Eichel and hockey. Walk us through a little bit of that, that just what some people are calling an asinine comparison.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's asinine, but long story <laughs> short, I, I've been playing very bad golf lately. I, it's 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 devastating to me. I have not been playing as much, um, and and you know the proof is in the pudding. The last couple rounds, I've just been bad. So you know I, it was funny because you know I didn't want to really overstep my boundaries, but I'm sitting there and then you know everybody's talking to Jack, and he looks to me of all people. He goes, "Hey, Cutsy, how'd you swing the sticks today?" And I, you know, I'm never going to be, you know, I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm not going to like, you know, pretend that I shot well. I said, you know, I was I'm, quite frankly, I was terrible. I've been terrible the last several rounds. I just can't find it. And he goes, yeah, I know what you mean. And I was like, I don't know. Do you? Because I don't know how much of a golfer he actually is. So I said, you know, it, it would be like, you know, I was like, I know it's in there. I know I've got it. But I said, it would be like you trying to fire the biscuit for four games, four or five games and not being able to find the back of the net. I was like, you, you certainly, you can relate. He goes, well, yeah, I, I don't really know if that's relatable, (laughs) but you know, at the the end of the day, he found it very funny. And um, you know, for those of you who do watch Bob does sports um, it's a segment that we do now with Robbie where, you know, we go out and do different challenges and a lot of it's golf related, but, A future episode coming up now, we are going to go back to Vegas and Jack Eichel is going to take a bunch of shots on me and see how that goes about. (laughs) I I don't, I told him, I said, I don't have my equipment here. I don't have pads. He's like, we'll get your pads, Katsy. Don't worry. We'll get get (laughs) you. So apparently I, I hoping to God, I don't like, you know, rupture a groin or something, but that is on the docket. I will in fact be facing some shots from Jack Eichel.
1: Well, that's funny. That's the one other thing I wanted to bring up about the story before we dive into some sports is that for those of you who don't know, cutsy used to be a Canadian phenom in the net this guy was being I do have my moment in the sun this guy was being scattered by some uh, some some teams in Vancouver like not just colleges that's the route you take it with hockey when you're very good is you don't necessarily always go to a college might be changing now but at least back then you didn't always go to a college you went to one of these like minor league teams for lack of a better term like an AHL team or something yeah and and you had some you had some nibbles you had some nibbles I had some
0: nibbles and some real bites but some definite nibbles I had happened and,
1: and you were promised a job and it didn't end up coming to fruition but the point is this is not just me or any of you jumping in in the net with jack eichel firing some biscuits at you okay this is a guy who who, who's played in the net before he has yeah, but ticket i haven't played
0: in a long time and if i'm being honest if i'm looking at this you know completely honest and unobscured I, I have gained a ton of weight. My stamina has <laughs> gone down my flexibility shot. I mean, you're looking at a fraction of the goalie that used to once patrol the nets very well back in the day. But listen, my thought process, and I told Bob, this is, you know, I, I do think I'll, I'll, I'll be able to stop a couple. And Jack actually said, you know, cause Bob says, do you think, you know, do you think you'll score on every one? He goes, well, I might miss on a couple. So Listen, it's a big win for Cutsy. I have really nothing to lose because everybody is expecting if he takes 10 to 15 shots that everyone's gonna go in. If I could get two or three under my belt tick, I would be quite happy with that. If you and block even
1: say, if you block even one, that's gotta go on the resume. I think that's I honestly think I
0: I honestly think I get three or four stops. I really do. If we're taking fifteen shots. I mean it's I don't know, dude. I, I mean, guess we're
1: talking about an NHL. Like he, when he's healthy, this guy's a top five player. We're not just talking about a guy who's in the NHL. If Cuts, he's, he's going to lighten
0: me up. There's no question about yeah, it. Yeah, he's no, going no to light me the
1: fuck up. He's gonna paint the corners. But I he's do think, think it I could get
0: a couple spots 100%. where I could make a save or two. And and you know, and plus he's not gonna be trying to kill himself out there, right? He's just returning from injury. He's gonna be, you know what I mean. He's gonna I think he
1: I think he might. How how can an NHL great go out there and say, hey, yeah. That'd be like LeBron <laughs> having a pickup game with a guy off the street and saying, yeah, yeah. He, he blocked me.
0: What? He, he has a-, a lot more to lose than I do Cer- in this situation. So I think I've got nothing to lose you. except for a ruptured groin. That is, or <laughs> or a blown-out hamstring. That's all I have to <laughs> <lose>. <laughs> Or tear that Achilles
1: lot, once again. Which is a lot. That's that's a ton. That's a ton. I recommend stretching. And it's funny in that video because you know, we hang out with Cutsy, and he doesn't talk about hockey too much because we talk about a lot of football and stuff, but he gets in the room with an NHL great and the jargon of hockey just starts coming out again. He just yeah. genos, apples, biscuits, sauce, snipe fest. It's unbelievable the, what what's going on in there in your heart. There's a whole nother
0: language. Yeah, the hockey language, the <laughs> lingo still remains. It's buried deep within me, but it is there. <laughs> I tell you. And, and when you talk to a fellow hockey player, it just, it comes out. It's like, it's like if you, if you, uh, you know, if you have like a little foreign language in you and you go to, you know, to a foreign country, you know, it comes out. You can, you can, you can, uh, you can work the floor a little bit, you know?
1: Right. I appreciate that you don't uh, throw that shit around just not like (laughs) all the time, just proving how much you know about hockey. You wait till an actual hockey guy is around and then you throw it around. Yes. No one wants to hear the guy talk Spanish all the time. Like we get a guy, you speak Spanish. But if you go to Mexico, of course, you're going to speak it there. And that's the way you play it. All right, well, let's move into some actual sports here. We had a huge – we got a lot to talk about, but I think we would be mistaken not to start with uh, Wild Card Weekend. A lot happened there. Um, Some blowouts and some great games. I mean, we had two great games and we had three blowouts.
0: Uh, It was – the first game was the best.
1: You, you I, I, Yeah, it was it was Bengals and Raiders was the best. And then the Niners Cowboys game was very good as well, even though it kind of felt like the <sighs> Niners were always in control from the beginning. And the Cowboys There's... made a late kind of run. But uh, let me ask you this. Of the two great games, the Bengals and the Raiders and the Niners and the Cowboys, which team impressed you more? Do you have more faith moving forward with the Bengals or with the Niners?
0: Well, definitely not the Niners because they're going to lose to my Packers this week. So uh, as much of a good team they are, I mean, there's no doubt about it. They're they're a good coach team. Shanahan is a good coach. He knows how to approach the game. And, and you know, listen, I'm not saying that it's going to be a cakewalk for the Packers. It's going to be a, a hard-fought game this week. There's no doubt yeah. about it. They're going to run up and down and try to take the, the ball out of Aaron's hands. And they're, they're a great team. I think the Bengals – Um, to me are the most impressive, like new up and coming team, just to see that they really came out of nowhere. Like no one really expected them to do much. And I know that they played the Raiders and I think they're a better team than the Raiders, but you know, if I'm being honest, I I really think that they're going to give a good game against Tennessee, especially if Henry doesn't play. I, I, I honestly think Burrow is such a competitor I think he's such a winner. And I think you're seeing one of the next true great quarterbacks in the league in Joe Burrow. Um, I'm not I'm not over over emphasizing that at all. I, I see him and I just see a guy who has the savviness of like a 10-year veteran. He's calm, composed, he 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 looks good in the pocket, he has that leadership, that swag to him that makes you want to rally around him. And it's his first year in the NFL with Jamar Chase, and look what they're doing, dude. Jamar Chase is unbelievable and it's it's because he's so in sync with Joe and it's like, I don't know, I just really, really, I'm impressed with him and I'm impressed with the team. I think that they're going to be, uh, you know, they're going to be around for a while and they're only going to get better as, as time goes by. I, I do you disagree? or No, or?
1: I, I agree completely. I mean, I had the pleasure of having Jamar Chase on my fantasy team this year, and wow, did oh, he take me wow. places I never, I never should have gone. <laughs> I drafted poorly, and he became just an absolute stud and carried me to the third place position, and I still ended up making a little bit of money. But, you know, I really like the Niners a lot, but I think just based on this next game moving forward, I think the Bengals are drawing a much more favorable matchup. I don't think anyone's stopping uh, the Packers right now, not to butter your bread, but I just think it's true. So the Niners have really improved, man. They've got to be most improved team from the from week one to now. They've really turned it around and, and overcome a lot of adversity and just become a better 52-man roster. I just think yeah. that whole team is so improved with the Bengals, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, everybody on that squad. they got a lot of great plays. Boyd, they've got a lot of good pieces. He's got a lot of good guys to throw to. The only real weakness is that offensive line, and they seem to be getting better from week one as well uh I, I like the Bengals as well uh, when it comes to those two i think they've got a really good shot against mike Vrabel in tennessee i do think derrick henry's gonna be playing i just based on some quotes he said he said he's got a big metal fucking plate in his foot i don't know how he's gonna do with that but i do think he will play i don't think there's he's no, gonna
0: be limited you think or I,
1: I think they're gonna test him out in the first quarter i think they're gonna see if he's running well he's in all game but if he looks he's like response. he's hobbling
0: his response on the you know the post the, the post practice um, interview this yesterday was not exactly encouraging to me that he was like ready to go, game shape, like ready to get guns blazing. Like they said, are you gonna play? He says, We'll see how this week goes, and then yeah, I'd like to play. But like I was well, not. Well, he's been invincible. in full contact
1: practices this week, and also he another interview he had. He was being asked a question, and he interrupted the guy, and he said, "Quote, Paul, all these questions. I mean, I'm not really focused on that. I'm just ready to go out there and play."
0: Oh, okay, I did not hear that.
1: Yeah, so I I think that's sort of a statement because I think. I don't want to. I wanted to get into this later, but I'll, I'll bring it up now. I think Mike Vrabel has learned from Belichick. I think he's playing the Belichick games. I think he's like, will he play or won't he play? You won't know. We're going to surprise you on game day. And I, but I think in their heart of hearts, there's no, what else are you waiting for? If he's even 90%, there's no game after this if you lose. Derrick Henry yeah. will find the game at least a little bit. Who knows? It could be limited. We'll see. But if he's running well, you better believe he's going to be in there all game long. But I don't think it changes their game too much because I think, what's his name? The guy they put back there just looks like a minier version
0: of Derrick oh, Henry. Deontay Foreman? Foreman. Foreman. He, he's been, he looks a he's lot better. very like good him. too.
1: Yeah, because just like any great running back, it's a good offensive line, and he he's a very similar running style as Derrick Henry. Nowhere near as effective, but he's still been very, very good. So I, I like the Bengals. I really do, especially over the Niners. I think they draw a, a, just a tough matchup against your Packers, but we'll see. But shifting gears here now, that's those were the best games. The blowouts, Bills oh, trouncing the Pats, Bucks trouncing the Eagles, and Chiefs trouncing oh. the Steelers. Which of those three teams do you put the most stock in when it comes to those blowouts? Who are you believing the most? And who who should be feared the moving most forward, moving forward? Yeah, moving like the, forward. The winners? Yep, of those blowout teams, who do you think really is going to continue that momentum moving forward? In the I playoffs? think the
0: Kansas City Chiefs are a team to be scared of. Um, and the reason I say that is because, listen, the Chiefs are a perennial team that everybody, you know, bets on and looks at and stuff. But they've really had an up and down season. I mean, they've they've gone through some highs and a lot of lows. And quite quietly, they are in position, if they beat the Bills this week... Um, which I think that they will. They are quietly putting themselves in position to be back at another Super Bowl. And that is a team, you know, I don't want to run into right now, just because Mahomes is so good. Dude, And the thing is with him is he could be really not doing anything like this past game, the first quarter, they they were really lost. They look like they didn't know what they were doing. And then you look at his stat line, guy it's like four or five touchdowns like 300 yeah. something for 340 passing yards I mean the guy can erupt and the thing is is they can do it on so many different levels there's so many guys who can step into the field if you take Kelsey down they got Tyreek Hill you take Tyreek Miko Hardman can can do a lot of damage yeah, Hardman they and got Pringle, Pringle. they got
1: huge pieces oh
0: huge and they're quietly like guys who people don't expect it from and Mahomes is just he's just so savvy with the ball that you know he just looks at it It doesn't matter whoever's open he's getting the ball to somebody who needs it and it's so yeah I would say the Chiefs first and foremost um listen the Bills played unbelievable but I I need to see Josh Allen win a big game and if they do, then you know, then my mindset will change a lot. I know Devin Singletary is somehow now refound himself on this yeah, team. that was astonishing. Which looked like for the majority of the season they couldn't find a running back. No, in the last three weeks, this guy is on a tear. He's yeah. got like six touchdowns in the last three weeks. I mean, and they're running the ball well and Josh Allen's making smart decisions, but I really just think that like this game for them mentally as like an up and coming new team is so big. Cause you're playing the team that knocked you out last year. How do you bounce back from that? You're going into their house. If they beat the chiefs. I mean, the, I think the bills are, I've got to be the favorites to go to the super bowl, but I, I don't know the Bucks. Going on to the NFC side of things, listen, uh, ticket. I, I I hate to say this. I love I love you, and I and you know your Eagles, and no, I was I rooting for your Eagles. But if we're being honest, you know that game was never ever ever going to be close. The yeah. Eagles were way I in agree. over their heads, and they tried they tried too hard to play to a game script that got them into just an outrageously large deficit, mm-hmm. and they were never in it. Um, I think the Bucks are banged up. I think the Rams—they beat them once already this year. They've shown that they can beat this team. I think Von Miller's starting to find his own. I think Aaron Donald is always something—a problem to be worried about. And now they got this—this this offensive line. Two offensive linemen from Tampa Bay are banged up. This Wilfers, or uh, I forget how, how Will Wilford or I forget how to pronounce his name and Jansen, those two guys are banged up. So if they get to Brady and you saw your Eagles sacked him a handful of times, I really think the Rams could win this game um, yeah. this week. I, I I'm not sold on the Bucks. I know I should be because anytime you have a quarterback like Brady, I mean you you're set to win. But to me, the Bucks out of those three teams were the least impre- are the least impressive in my eyes going forward. Uh. Yeah, we're pretty
1: much in lockstep here. I think it's the Chiefs too to be the most dangerous. I think they've Mahomes has rebuilt himself. He his his uh, you know his gunslinger ways they, they're effective, but he needed to go back and learn the basics again, and he has, and he's rebuilt himself and now he has just another facet in his game because you know he can pull out the the gunslinger whenever he wants, but he's also become more disciplined this year. I mean, he faced his biggest tests, as you should as a team, early on in the season, and now he's just very, very dangerous. I am of the belief that the Bills, when they're hitting on all cylinders, there is no one better in the entire league. They are the best, most dangerous team, but I've only seen that team three, three times out of 19 weeks now. And one of them happened to be last week, and they absolutely trounced the Pats. So I- I'm not a believer that we're going to get that Bills team every week. When we do, I, I don't think there's anyone better. But I, I don't believe that we're going to get you it again. Think they win this week? Next week? week. I- it just- it- I'm not even going to touch that game because it's maybe I'll do an over and under or something. But I just never know what. what- Josh Allen and and and, and defense were going to get, they're so good. But sometimes they just all of a sudden disappear. And mm-hmm. then the next game they come yeah. out and they they're, nothing can stop them. They scored on every single drive against the Pats. And the one thing you, you can't knock against the Pats is their defense. That's what got them there. Yeah. And their defense fell apart against Buffalo. Judon was nowhere to be found. Everyone was nowhere to be found. McCourty was the only guy who showed up. And, um, and I agree also, the Bucs are just the, the the least trustworthy team, especially with all the injuries of, of those three. And I, I I do like the Rams to win this game coming up against them. So we'll see. We'll see. If the Bills show up, I, I, I don't think anyone's stopping them. I think they not only get by the Chiefs, they win uh, the Super Bowl. I really do. But...
0: I'd love just, the Bills to win this too. week. I really do. I'm a huge Josh nice Allen guy. Everyone
1: knows I love Josh Allen. Wyoming, go Cowboys, baby! But I don't. <laughs> I just can't believe they, they don't. They they've they've been so back and forth. Like I said, they've only showed up firing on all cylinders about three games this week this year. I can't imagine that we're going to get any more consistency than we've seen in the regular season. So. I like the Chiefs, I really do. But anyway, moving forward, um, I know you. I have an NHL topic, but I know you're you're dying to get to some basketball. Why don't you bring us into some basketball?
0: Well, I've just been watching more basketball recently, and and I gotta be honest with you. There's been some awesome games the last several days, um, which really bring up some good, you know, some good talking points. I wanted to ask you um, about the Los Angeles Lakers. What a freaking mess. Um, what, what is going on with them, Ticket? Did you see they benched Westbrook last night? And they asked Vogel after the game, and, and, and he said, I wanted the guys out there that I thought would give me the best chance to win. And apparently, it gets even crazier after, is that the move was approved from upper management, which means they've yeah. been discussing potentially sitting this guy for a while now. I mean, his way, what, how bad is Westbrook right now? How bad are the Lakers right now? I looked at that spread last night. I told Robbie, hand to God, we didn't end up taking it because we watched the Nuggets game, which, you know, I'm thrilled about because it was an awesome game. But I said, I like the Pacers at plus five and a half. This Lakers team is in disarray. Anthony Davis is hurt. LeBron seems to just be doing his th- I don't know what is going on with them what What do you like do they have any chance to come back and be a force in the league this year
1: yeah well, I'll take you back a couple days ago I don't know if you saw this but Magic Johnson absolutely tore them a new asshole publicly I don't know if it was Twitter or what it was but he was basically saying you know Lakers fan we will always stand behind you even when you're not playing well, but when you don't even show up, when you're lacking effort, that's not what the purple and gold is all about. And he tore, and he even took a little bit of a shot at Jeannie Bus. And I think they heard that because magic is as loyal as they come. And they heard that. And and then it came out that Frank Vogel had the right to the 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 support of the organization to bench him to bench whoever you want this needs to get back on track and they had a great win the other day they absolutely beat somebody I don't know but they 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 came off a losing skid and they look like oh wow they really listen to magic they're shaking things up they look better and then they go out again last night and put Good out a make stinker another stinker they They lost by like 12 to 14 points yeah and they end up losing 111 to 104 Russ gets benched after playing only 27 minutes his stat line 14 points three assists two rebounds that's just that, that that ain't gonna cut it That's not making the cut. (laughs) That's not going to do it. That's not what you pay that guy for. I don't think anyone can win with him. I don't think they ever could. And I don't think now him playing at a lower level, still high, but lower than what we're accustomed to. And he's not changing the way that James Harden changed for the Nets. He became Mm. a whole new player and said, this is what this team needs. They don't need me to score 30. They need me to be getting at least 10 assists every single night. Russ is the same damn guy. He's the same damn player he ever was, but not even as good. So now no defense either coming onto a team. That's always got Anthony Davis hurt, always has Anthony Davis hurt. LeBron James is getting older and he, he looks like he only puts in maximum effort some nights when uh, I don't know this, this Lakers team, as you said, is an absolute mess. It's a travesty (laughs) and I wouldn't want to bet anywhere near them. It's, it's fun to watch from afar them fall apart. But it's it's like what's going on. It's kind of sad. Really and Frank Vogel is a defensive mind. He that's what he got hired for. He's a defensive coach, and that team isn't playing a. Like do you a think
0: now? Do you think that they need to get rid of Vogel? I mean, whether or not he deserves to go, I mean, do you think? Because uh, personally, I almost think now whether it's his fault or not, they they need to change up something because it's just not working. I mean, you look at Vogel at post game last night. The guy looked as, as enthusiastic as, you know, someone going to a funeral. Like, he looked like he just did not want to be in the room. Like, and, and, you know, it's, I can't blame him. It's got to be just tough. Like, he looks fed up. And, and I'm not saying that it's his fault or not, but you almost think when it gets to a point like this, when you lose control of the locker room and, and the team is just not focused, you almost have to do something to shake up the team at its core to get them back.
1: Yeah, I don't think anyone's listening to him in there. I don't think any, I think it's going in one ear and out the other. I think they've lost respect or, or even if they haven't lost respect, they're just sick and tired of hearing them because they're not finding any results anywhere. And I think it's just, it's a clown show, man. It's a clown show. Yeah. They're talking every week. They're Such talking about, been. are they bringing in Damian Lillard? Are they bringing in De'Aaron Fox? It's like, Jesus Christ. This is you? Carmelo Anthony's on the team. It's like, what? Are, what kind of team
0: is this? It just is, you know, it's a good sign that you just can't throw money at your problems all the time and make it work. You can't just pay to bring in somebody and just say that that's going to fix your problems. They have internal core issues. And until those get settled, it doesn't matter who you bring in, quite frankly, especially a lot of these has been, you know, old, you know, old timers who, you know, they're kind of at the the twilight stage of their career it's just not gonna get it done. There's too many good teams, especially in the Western Conference. Yeah, you got teams yeah. like Memphis right now is firing on all cylinders. You got a team like Denver that I watched last night, they're missing their two best players. They're missing Michael Porter Jr. and they're missing Murray. Uh I mean, like
1: and Phoenix is is the hottest team in the league, man. They, they just don't lose. So it's it's yeah, I agree with you. And honestly, seriously, if I'm the Lakers, I'm finding any fucking way. To get rid of anthony davis any no. fucking way no this guy spends more time in his street clothes than he does in a lakers jersey it's no unbelievable. See, i disagree with he's you always hurt he's so good count? though he's never there he's never there joseph <laughs> how can you count on a man who you know will be a hurt?
0: game changer though they i mean when they have anthony davis healthy playing well i think they have an advantage over anyone
1: who else is game changers jj watt he never plays either what's a game changer (laughs) if he's always in his street clothes clapping from the sidelines
0: well jj watts a little bit different ticket he's a little bit past his prime i think anthony davis is still one of them when he's healthy one of the most dominant players in the game you know everyone likes to talk
1: about joel Embiid and his his durability he plays by far way more games than Anthony Davis. I think Anthony G- Davis has played thirty games in his last three years, and they've gotten lucky with the one championship that he was healthy for that, but wasn't healthy last year and he wasn't yeah. healthy the championship I'm not going that season I, I just
0: don't I would be die- getting rid of Westbrook before I get rid of Anthony Davis though. So
1: package them up for uh, you know a can of coke or something these
0: guys (laughs) how much value are these players losing is my question like if you look before the season like you could have got quite a bit for westbrook no it's like
1: quite a bit but you could have gotten certainly
0: more than you can now. he was good with washington last year he's okay
1: he put up a very ample season yeah he did yeah it was a supple ample season but it was anthony davis also was plummeting i mean i don't know what you can get for either of them
0: I don't know. Now you, you mentioned Embiid. You got to be happy with how this young man has been playing yesterday, 50 points in 27 minutes. And now they're saying he's wasting his prime with the Philadelphia (laughs) 76ers. What point do you get rid of Ben Simmons and bring someone in to help this man? This man is fucking unbelievable. And to me to think ticket that like a couple years ago, yourself included, people were saying that Ben Simmons might be the guy over Joel Embiid to me is shocking because Joel Embiid has always been like the guy to me in yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. And now I think he's he's got to be MVP caliber talks, the way that he's been playing lately. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe there's only a couple guys ahead of him in, in terms of where they stand right now. But what, what are your thoughts on this young man? I mean, he's just carrying the team.
1: He is. And I like a lot of our support. I mean, we're just missing one uh, complimentary piece, but I I'm I'm honestly I'm not pushing the panic button yet on this Ben Simmons thing. I think that we do not need to make that trade yet. I think we wait further along, more people get injuries, more teams who have playoff aspirations. Maybe the Lakers find will take injuries. Them. <laughs> Maybe the Lakers will take him, and we can get the glorious Russell Westbrook. And um, and I'm fine. We're sitting in the fifth position. We're eight and two in our last 10 games. We're right where we need to be by the trade deadline. That's where I want to see something happen because teams will get desperate and Ben Simmons value will go through the roof, at least compared to where it is right now. I think he's still hovering around mid-tier player. I think we could get a low-level... star if we package maybe a couple picks with him. And I think we don't need to make that move just yet. Like I said, we're eight and two. We're not in desperation mode and playing out of his mind. If he keeps it up and we bring someone in by the NBA deadline trade deadline, I think we're sitting pretty. I think there's no reason. I think Daryl Morey knows exactly what he's doing. This guy's been around the league. He's a king at making trades and getting the most value for it. I think he is waiting. I think we're getting a little impatient in Philly, but I think he's waiting <laughs> for the optimal moment and the the more these days go by, more likely superstars get hurt and need an additional player like Ben Simmons. I think his value is going to go up, and, and we're going to fix our issues. So I'm not hitting the panic
0: button there. But who, he who is- are you looking to bring? Like, would you like like a McCollum to come in? Or yeah, you a lot of people talk like,
1: about McCollum. A lot of people talk about Van Fleet.
0: Um, I, I don't think Van Fleet is going anywhere. If I'm being honest, I think well, the Raptors. Now,
1: now we could have, in the beginning of the year, probably gotten him, but he's playing out of his mind. and You know, we're not going to get him now, and I don't think Portland wants to get rid of him. I want a guy like De'Aaron Fox. I want a
0: stud See, of a point score, though. He's just a scorer, De'Aaron Fox. He well, doesn't really he's
1: everything Ben Simmons is not. <laughs> he tried the non-scoring point guard, and look where that <laughs> took us. <laughs> so yeah. our, and he he can facilitate, he can get five assists tonight. And we don't need much more than that because we have guys like Tyball and we have uh, Maxi, and we don't necessarily need you a love classic Maxie, point don't guard. You? I love him. He he can be the point guard and De'Aaron Fox can come in. And anyway, it's not going to be straight up. De'Aaron Fox is way too good to do a straight up. I'm talking Ben Simmons packaging him with uh, maybe another player and also maybe a couple picks because, of course, you can't just not anymore trade those guys one for one. But I'm not worried about the Sixers. And and quite honestly, we, we differ on MVP talks right now, but certainly I don't think we would argue that he, he's one of the guys in the top three. We might argue about who's number one. I think it's KD. I think you probably think it's someone else. But I Joel Embiid is, is one through three. And he at this time last year, he was one of the he was the MVP of the league up to this point. And then he got hurt and then he fell off a little bit. But I mean, this guy, you're right. I mean, we do need to make a move soon or else we're just wasting his potential and all his greatness in Philly for just mediocre teams.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that whatever you guys do, do decide to do with Simmons and, and, and move on from him, it needs to be a move that reflects an opportunity to make an impact now, because I do think that your team has potential, especially in the Eastern conference. If I'm being honest, I know the bucks are in the East and I know the nets are in the East. The nets to me are with this whole Kyrie distraction. I, I don't. I don't fear them nearly as much as I did in, in, in maybe say last year or, or in previous years, but um, you know, Giannis is obviously good, but I think in the East you guys could make and you guys could make a push if you got the right got dynamic. Somebody. I think the East is so much, so much weaker than the West, you know? And I think that you guys have an opportunity, you know, as long as Joel is putting up numbers, like he is right now. And he's, He's got confidence he's he's shooting three balls his jump yeah. shots he, going he- when I he's don't like Embiid is when his jump shot is not working and he continues to put up jump shots. I, I hate think... his.
1: Tr- I hate when he does the turnaround. The, the yes. around uh, falling back. The, the, the word. Is I mean, he can hit right that
0: now. shot. He, but... he can hit
1: it, and when he's hitting it, people are like, "Look, he's phenomenal." <laughs> but when he takes that shot, when he does this all the time, there's four seconds left in the game. We're down one. We have the yeah. ball. We get the ball to him. He he posts up and he does a turnaround fadeaway jump shot. <laughs> As a seven-footer. As a seven-footer, and he did it. That's why he keeps going back to it, but he misses it so often, and we always do that, and it's uh, it's infuriating. See, this is why I like Jokic.
0: I like Jokic a lot, and we differ, we differ here because <laughs> I think Jokic is so smart with how he plays the game. Yeah. He, he takes – an aggressive route to the hole, and but he can shoot the three and yeah. he can shoot the jump shot, but he uses his size and his his savviness to get to the line and to and and to get to the bucket to you know to basically put up layups, which is what yeah. you want your guy doing. Um, embied to me can do that and he shows that on a regular basis. I just when Embiid starts relying on that fade away, like you said. To me, that's just not his game. That's yeah, what's well, not- the difference
1: between a guy who's been playing basketball his whole life and a guy who started playing in high school, you know? I mean, the IQ for Embiid is nowhere near what it is for Jokic. Jokic and they're very similar players. They are. Um, but I, I find if there is a leg up on one of them, it's Jokic and his decision-making because he just, he, he, he's a playmaker, like you said, and he just, he makes things happen. And, and when it's not there and he doesn't think he's going to drain that fade away, he knows to pass the ball. He's a great passer yeah. and be, maybe it's because he doesn't trust his teammates. You know, Denver's got <laughs> a lot more
0: pieces, <laughs> but I don't know about know, a lot more, but they got a couple, I got mean... more are
1: scorers guys that I would trust with the ball more, um, But, you know, anyway, the Sixers, I'm not pushing the panic button on them. The East, we got to watch out for the Bulls, too. The Bulls are a complete team. You know, not one guy. DeMar DeRozan is probably the guy if they have a guy,
0: but – you know, wow, and Zach Levine, is, ball too. Yeah, Zach, Zach Levine is, yeah, is their, is their a, guy. is
1: a, is, a, is a phenomenal score I mean, he's just unprecedented. They that
0: have guys. talent. I mean, even so Colby Hamilton so is, is or Colby White, sorry, they're Kobe a complete White.
1: team. You know, a lot of these teams we talk about have two or three great superstars, and that's what leads them. The Bulls are a full unit. They need and then, everybody. What there. is his
0: name? V- 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 Vucevic. He, oh
1: yeah, Vucevic. Vucevic. He's I was a sixer long in the day, and we ended up trading him to the Magic, and I was I was furious about it because I thought I thought he. <laughs> He had a lot of talent, and um, he does. And he was part of the the beginning of the process. We got a bunch of picks for him, and <laughs> anyway, that, that has not come to fruition. But eh, yeah, anyway, um moving on here. I wanted to leave this next topic up to you. We can either talk about just quickly about the NHL, about you know teams peaking too early, or we could dive into our our betting mishap a little bit. We could give a little oh, bit of a Jesus. we could give a little, bit of, way, a taste, my,
0: a little my, bit of a a little bit of a taste. My last pick, because we didn't do this last week. Do you remember what my last pick was? On the the show? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh, I have it in my notebook here. Oh, you do not need to
0: pull up the notebook. My last pick was was the Colts 14 and a half over over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Or was it 13 and a half? I got it right here. Was it 14 and a half or 13 and a half?
1: It was 15 and a half. Oh my god.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have been getting. I was getting torched during that game and I was in Vegas and I was watching the game (laughs) unfold and I was like, what is Carson Wentz doing? What is this team doing? And I was ready to put a live bet in, Tick, and I literally, I had my hundred at the counter. I was about to push it in. It was a Colts plus two and a half. Or something like that. I was like, oh, I'm taking this. And as I looked, the line changed as I came to put it. So it saved me more money on this fucking disgrace of a team. Well, I'll tell you what happened was my guy Trevor Lawrence showed up and showed out. That's (laughs) what happened. Oh, what a disaster, dude. I couldn't hit a pick right now to save my life. Right. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you
1: flaming me on the Brilliantly Dumb podcast. Now, I'm going to be showing up this week to to defend myself. So maybe we can divert the listeners to go listen to that. Or we could give them
0: a taste here. Oh, I mean, listen, this is... um... I was I was I was bitter about the Eagles. I, I put the jacket on. I tick for those of you listening. Ticket left this jacket. This actually awesome looking. It, regardless if you're a fan or not, it's a good looking jacket. It's like an Sick. old school champion starter jacket with uh, you know Vince Papalia looking Eagles old school logo on it. And long story short, I put this jacket on last game of the season. Um, tickets, Eagles were just in disarray. I put the jacket on to try to help them out, and the Eagles turned it around, made the playoffs, and you know they, had, you know, we, we were really fired up about it. So I said, "Ticket, I will roll with you this week. Um, whatever it is that you, you know, we, we we will roll on the birds." I put the jacket on, and it was a disgrace. It was- <laughs> but see, that's not
1: exactly what happened. What happened was uh, we were talking about moral support. I needed you so badly to put the jacket on and to be there every step of the way supporting the birds with me. Then we had a phone call. We're talking about the wild card game here against the Bucks. Yeah. And uh, we had a phone call, and you go, you know, Ticket, I don't hate the birds today. You said that to I me. I was trying to pump you, said you said off. I really me. was.
0: So that I was turned trying from to believe the moral
1: it. Moral support into betting support. And I said, you know what? I'm going, I have a money line bet and I have. Eagle plus eight, I think it was. I, and I, was I, said to I, you, I said to you, do what you want to do. I just need you to wear the jacket and be there for moral support. And he said, no, no, no. I'm coming with the tick. I'm here for the tick. And I then you so proceed to, to go on the Brilliantly Dumb podcast, Bobby's Podcast, and just flame the shit well, no, that out of the me and that, say, that wasn't that. what am i betting with the tick for he loses me loyalty loses me money left me well, right no now. it
0: wasn't the eagles it was oh. it was taking it was for listen oh. lately you've become an under guy i don't know how this has <laughs> happened bobby i bobby fucking Turner. hate yeah i hate it because i have had to endure awful unders with bob because this is All Bob takes is unders. And and this this is a guy who, in the afternoon slot of games, he's taken, out of four games, four unders. It's the worst. And I always have to ride with him because we normally go together. And now, yours, all of a sudden, this Mr. Unders. And it's like you're looking at games that – I have no right to be an under. And, you're, and then well, there's you nothing and better. Like, oh, I love this. There's nothing under. better than clock and management, like, Joseph, Kansas TikTok, city, TikTok,
1: Chief. clock management, run the ball into the line.
0: Let's Kansas keep city that chiefs and moving. the word under do not belong in the same sentence.
1: I agree. The, the, but the point of that story is not that, that it was a bad pick because it did end up being a very sore, sore, sorry <laughs> pick. Um, but it was that you put all the onus on me. You said Bear Down asks you something like, "Oh, whose whose pick was the under?" and you go, "It was ticket." When it was Bob's
0: and I, it was Bob's. Well, because and Bob I's told pick. me that he was coerced into making it, that he was and, not. And that's
1: just absolute
0: garbage. It was, absolute <laughs> and you know what, ticket? Garbage. I hope you call him out on his own podcast. Oh, I, know. I hope. I've I really got words for both do. of you. I got words uh, for both. Ticket. Of you. I hope that you call him out because you know what? <laughs> Bob flies under the radar far too often and Trust he me, gets this, a pass.
1: The flaming all coming the time. your way is also coming Bob. So, I mean, it, we, we've got it's probably a 75 25 split. You, you're getting the blunt <laughs> of it, but I've got a lot to say. But I, and I will say this as well I took three unders on the wildcard weekend and I hit two out of three. I hit the. You know as well. You were. Help, I was out to dinner and I had the Bengals. Uh, Raiders and I was under. rooting for that and, one for there you. You were, and I hit that. And then I also had the San Francisco Cowboys under. While you guys had the sorry, sorry Cowboys minus three oh, pick. So I, 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 was flying. But I, I thought were, you were
0: with the with us on the Cowboys with the party pick from Jet.
1: I texted Bob. I was like, listen, last minute, I did not like. Oh, I did not like the Cowboys. My God! Because, but me and you I both did like not 40, know this. Me and you both like the 49ers and the Jet. I May, got, know, made but us I would
0: have. I would have pulled shoot. I didn't like the Cowboys either. I even
1: had. Uh, if we did this the podcast last week, I had 49ers. Um, I would have went two for three. By the way, I had 49ers plus three, and I had the Rams minus three, and then I had the the Pats under, which was what I
0: do agree. Crazy. Is you and I both said we liked the Rams this week. It was yeah, always the Rams. It was always the Rams. It almost took it. Took the Cardinals. He almost took. Which, it made us take the Cardinals. Oh. We gotta watch but I out will be honest with you, Tik, if I knew that you weren't gonna go on the Cowboys, I would not, I hated the Cowboys.
1: Yeah. So anyway, so sometimes I sometimes I take these picks my- to
0: try to be a team player and go with the flow of what everyone else yeah. is saying. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I like the Niners. Yeah. So I I don't
1: have any issues with any of that other than I just can't believe I I just took an absolute licking. (laughs) My ass got waxed by you on the podcast because Cutsy won't take any onus on, on himself. He'd rather point the finger than say, you know what? I listen no, to no, some- no, no, no,
0: no, no, uh, no. On this podcast, I own up to every single terrible pick that I make, except, which has been tons. Except
1: the, the Eagles. You did not say, I did not force you into that. I I I know, I know, you. I know. Why I tried to be the- a
0: team player on that one. I did. Well. I really tried to be supportive. And that's what I get. I try to be a nice guy. I try to, you know, the universe you think would reward you me had to do once in a while. Jacket.
1: You did not have to take eagles plus eight i don't even did i try to go above and beyond did you take a
0: money I you took did both
1: and i and i didn't ask it for that it was a disaster it was, it was a disaster um well anyway if you want to hear the full entirety of that listen to the brilliantly dumb podcast next tuesday good i episode. think it's going to be a good one because i'm coming out firing at oh, bob's ticket at bob take, and, and and uh and cutsy and Beardown's going to just get a nice little show He's going to get to sit down for a minute, and get a nice little show while the flames come you, back you at you. You worry
0: too much about bear down thinking that you're not a good picker. I, I tell I tell people all the time that your picks are good.
1: Well, I think the biggest issue is you know you guys have got the bear down picks, and then you've got the picks with me and jet and it's like why don't we just all join forces and all get on the same bets especially when Beardown's clearly making the best picks overall he you know it's unbelievable that's bad weeks, he's got, some, weeks, he's got some great weeks but it's always consistently the best so it's like yeah, why are we is. separating ourselves let's just unite forces but anyway tune into that if you want to hear the
0: full story this was just a taste this is just all right a- before we finish just tell me after who's winning this weekend what football which teams are going on to the NFC and AFC championships? Oh, well, we're going to get into our picks. Yeah, I'm excited
1: to do. We're this. not done here. We I want to do a quick rapid fire, and then we'll get into okay, our picks. Okay, we're oh, making let's... up for last week.
0: I like that. Yeah, do you, you have no, a, bit to a little longer episode. You have a little more yeah, time.
1: Of course. Okay. All right. Let's do a little rapid fire. Let's do a little rapid <laughs> fire. Um, we didn't talk about the championship game last week. College championship: Georgia versus Bama. Quick, quick rapid fire. Just give me a one minute take. Uh, are you sick and tired of seeing the Midwest and the South o- over and over again? Do you, would you like to see the West get involved? Would you like to see you know the Northeast become more competitive? It's going to happen. You, you find seeing these Georgia Bulldogs versus Alabama. Now, albeit, I thought it was a great physical game. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I thought it was a fun, fun
0: game. I would have loved of- overtime if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah, but what, how do you I feel? The are, over. are you ready for Oregon and UCLA and USC? I mean, and- I think
0: I think it starts with USC and Lincoln Riley. I, I think that that's, that's going to be be the the absolute starting that's going to be the changing of the guard what's going to get the you know these these west coast teams back into being relevant i mean you look for years oregon was unbelievable even the start of this last year you know they went into oklahoma they won they they were you know they were highly ranked and then they fizzled out like a fart um but i think (laughs) they need they need some structure there they need just some more recruitment talent to be completely honest now they have one of the top Draft picks in the league this year, so I mean the, I mean I, I mean for for the NFL coming up that that lineman that they got, he's oh yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah. But
0: my yeah. point is that I think it starts with USC. It starts with the recruitment coming back to the West Coast, getting what is it the Pac-10 back back into being you know relevant. And right. I, I I do think that that you know give it a, maybe not this year but two three years I think you're going to see USC being a good again. Uh, um and 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 challenging i think you know ucla needs to step it the fuck up i don't know what's happened with that program um and then oregon you know and and listen utah is a good team utah is utah is a good team so i think there's some opportunity
1: i agree with you i think the key to unlocking the rest of the country starts with usc and it starts with notre dame as well i mean notre dame's been very good they've always in the top 10 but we've seen when they actually go up against the SEC that they're still not there it's it's it, it's like watching a minor league team play a pro team it, it, it's embarrassing really so i think it starts with those two teams Um, and maybe Michigan getting a little bit better as well. But I I agree with you. I think it starts with USC, and I think Lincoln Riley, he's taken a lot of recruits. He's taken a lot of recruits with him. So we'll see if they can turn it around there. Now I wanted to jump into, I don't know if you heard about this, but Shaq sold his stake in the Sacramento Kings. Yes, that's the news that broke (laughs) last week. If you forget that basketball is being played in Sacramento, uh, it takes this this story to remind you that they do in fact play (laughs) Now we're talking about a guy who puts his name on Epson printers on the general life insurance. This guy will put his name on any shitty product and he's pulling out of Sacramento. That's how bad they've gotten. What do you think about Shaq pulling out there? Is there any hope for Sacramento? I didn't even hear about it to be honest,
0: <laughs> which I think uh... says a million words in and of <laughs> itself. I had no idea Shaq was even invested in the, in, in the Kings. Um, They got good pieces, man. They got good players. What's that? Uh, uh, I can never pronounce his name. Uh, Tebow. uh, No. um, Oh, my God. Obviously, Dear and Fox. What's the the other guard's name? Uh, I can never pronounce his fucking name. Is Buddy Heald still there? Is he still playing basketball there? Or did he go somewhere else? No, I got to look this up now. You know, I can't pronounce his name, and it's going to drive me nuts if I don't. Halliburton. That's who I'm talking about. Oh yeah, Tyrese Halliburton. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they have a good. couple good pieces, you know, Badgley and, and, and Barnes, but I feel like there's just no focus on that team anymore. There's they got to get like some media coverage or something. It doesn't matter how
1: many good players they get, they're going to stink and they're always going to stink. It's like when the Lions had Matt Stafford no, and but Calvin I disagree, Johnson, it's like, well, they've got good pieces. Why can't they growing up?
0: Growing up, I used to love watching the Sacramento Kings. I used to love watching Weber. I loved watching White Chocolate, Jason Williams. I love watching Vla- Vladi Divac and Peja Stojakovic and um, Bobby Jones and Dude. They had good players. It was exciting West Coast fast basketball. And I don't know what's happened, but it's just they they moved they moved to a new arenas and I I don't know what happened over the last decade. It's just it's it's become a wasteland for basketball. It's didn't, sad.
1: Didn't they have Mike Bibby for a minute?
0: They did. Didn't, they, didn't they did Bibby have Mike play Bibby. There? They did have Mike Bibby. Yeah. <laughs> I he used did. to love watching them. They were an exciting team to watch.
1: Anyway, yeah, I just think it's hilarious that Shaq puts his name on absolutely anything. There's a ton of <laughs> ton of great products that he does, but also a ton of garbage. I'll walk into a staples and he's there. There's a cutout of him selling me Epson printers. And he even he is pulling out of Sacramento. I well, think it's a great move. I think everyone should sell their <laughs> stock in Sacramento. It's a sorry franchise. And I think they should move to Vancouver, quite honestly. Let's oh, get your, I would let's love get your that boys tip. a team. Let's get the Grizzlies a I back would love there. that too. That'd be fantastic. Now the last rapid fire conversation I want to have with you is a little off topic. It's not about sports. It's about how do you feel about when you're in a, let's say you're in a fast food line. Okay. Let's say you're in your car, you're in the drive through. And when mm-hmm. you're in Chick-fil-A, they've got these double aisles. Now they've got the double aisles and even McDonald's is doing it. And let's say you peer over while you're waiting for the lady to come and take your order. And you see a beautiful woman, you see a beautiful woman with her, her window down. Okay. Can you yeah. meet someone at a fast food restaurant, or is everyone there so disgusted with themselves that they're
0: in fast food? Is it, it, are we just hiding?
1: Is there an opportunity to make a move? But there? What, wait,
0: wait, what, what fast food chain are we talking? Because we're talking Chick Fil A. It's a lot different. Okay, we're than talk, talking Burger King. Let's start Chick Fil <laughs> A. Chick-fil-A. Why not Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A is great. They got healthy items. They got it a lot of stuff on the menu that's not like you know not going to make you feel like a sack of shit when you finish eating it. True. Chicken true. soup, is unbelievable! Their sandwiches are fresh. It's they fantastic. got good waffle fries. I, why not? Food? Why not meet a young lady in the in, in the drive-through? Okay. Yeah, why not? I love
1: to hear that because
0: I was shoot your shot.
1: Okay, that's fantastic. You see to someone
0: hear. in there? Take just shoot your shot. What do you have to lose? Worst case scenario, you're getting a fucking you know spicy chicken deluxe sandwich within the next five minutes. Anyways. Yeah, you know, and I've
1: been doing this thing recently with the mac and cheese. I get the mac and cheese every time and I'm not good. even hungry anymore by the time I finish my <laughs> waffle fries and my sandwich. But I still devour the cheese because it's always hot. And it's always good. I'll,
0: I actually do the mac and cheese over the fries.
1: I need them both. I need them both because this no, the fries see, is I, my vehicle for the Chick-fil-A
0: sauce. It's my vehicle. Yes, That's it's true. Just, but I
1: got to keep pumping in the Chick-fil-A sauce. I'll
0: do I'll do the chicken noodle soup. Or they even have the tortilla soup, which, by the way, is very good as well. I'll do the chicken noodle soup and a thing of, of mac and cheese. Yeah, I've done I that agree. before. And now, then they have your, great
1: iced coffees. Great yeah, iced coffees. Yeah, you always get that. That's right. Okay, now, does your answer change if I'm in the double line of the McDonald's? Can I peer Ugh. over to a young lass and say- If it's
0: like two in the morning and you're <laughs> drunk?
1: <laughs> no, it's just um, middle of the
0: day. I'm getting lunch. It's 12. Yeah. 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 You still can. Yeah. You still can. But I just feel like, I want to meet the young lady in the Chick fil A lineup a lot more course, than the young ones <laughs> going to get the fucking golden arches. They've
1: always got I mean, greasy hair. Like it, it, when they're in the McDonald's line, it's like, ooh,
0: the car makeup looks dirty, There's a bunch of shit in the backseat. Oh, the car's always
1: filthy. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there and I'm like, I must be the same because I'm in the line too. I, 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 I even if it's Chick fil A, I want to hide and I want no one to see me. I got to get tenant now- windows. Those McDonald's breakfast
0: stuff. ticket is a different beast. None of this is about the quality of the food. None of no, this is but about I'm the saying like, food. I still feel good about myself as a person. If I'm going for McDonald's drive-thru um, for do? the morning. Yeah. Why not? It's the best it's the best breakfast you're going to get for any fast food establishment. And I think that's widely recognized. Oh, of course. So for me, I might say
1: there's no shame in it, but I'm not going to say. The coffee's
0: very good. I'll get a coffee from there. I'll get a hash brown. And sometimes I'll double down. I'll get the the sausage McMuffin with cheese um, sausage and egg McMuffin. But, but I I feel okay. I feel a lot worse going in to get like a quarter pounder and cheese at like one o'clock in the afternoon. That's, that's, and that's, I don't feel bad. I never feel bad when I go at two, three in the morning. I never feel bad. No, no, you can't. That you is can't. a necessity at yeah, that point. Of in
1: course, life. and and also you should probably be at Wendy's. That should be your two, two, two. Three I don't have any. I don't have
0: any Wendy's really close to me. Of course, Bob does. Bob's yeah. got a Wendy's down the this block. Guy right, right this down guy. the block.
1: I know. I, well, this I will guy. say, I while I might not be ashamed. I don't necessarily feel good about myself anytime I'm <laughs> in a fast food line because I know I'm about to take it to the, the parking lot one 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 over outside of the grocery store, and I'm going to devour it in
0: my car, and I'm not going to Oh, no, you don't do that. I do that all the time because I got to no. get it hot. I got to get it That's hot. when you feel gotta shitty. Get it you got to eat it at home. By the time you get home, steal it's cold. The bag, you steal mm. the bag and you go home. I eat feel like feel an much animal in yourself. my car. I, well, that's why you're feeling guilty. You're fucking hacking down fucking McDonald's French fries and nuggets. But it's while so you're hot still. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, right, if you're going right. to eat something, maybe eat the fries on the way home. Eat the fries on the way home and then have the rest of the meal when you get home. You won't feel that. bad.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Well, to the lady out there who I saw last week at the Chick-fil-A <laughs> line, if I ever see you there again, around one o'clock on Wednesdays, I will, I'll be seeing you and you'll be seeing me. <laughs> there'll, um, be there'll be some digits exchanged. There'll be some digits. Unless Maybe you get the mac fries. and cheese over the fries, then fuck that. Um, all right, let's move on to our picks. card oh. weekend. Jeez. Let's
0: let's turn this thing around, okay? Let's turn this thing around. <laughs> There's no point. We have a, sh- a sinking ship at this point, you know? I the been captain fair. goes down with the I've ship. I've been
1: fair. I've been fair. Cutsy, do you have a win yet? I think you finally did get one. Uh, I got one ago. win towards
0: the end of the season. But, yeah, I, I've it's been right. very – Well, listen, the playoffs fucking... are something different. This is when Cutsy dials in, so you're going to want to listen up, okay? Yeah. Um, Are, are we just taking – You do sound at all. <laughs> are we just taking our picks based on the spread here? Yeah, let's, are we taking let's, them based on the, the spread? spread?
1: I mean, if you feel real good about a money line, you, you let the people know. But yeah, let's hit us, hit us with the spread. And if you like an over and under, hit us with that too.
0: Um, okay. Uh we start you sound on Saturday. So defeated. <laughs> uh Bring some we start confidence on Saturday. Thing, we, start on Saturday. we start on Saturday. Uh okay. Bengals visiting the Titans. Titans right now I got them at minus three and a half. Um, I think, uh, I think, you know, I would feel confident bringing that down a point. Um, and I would take the Titans at minus two and a half this week. Um, if I'm taking a team, um, I do think the Bengals, you know, have a lot of promise. I just think that if, if Henry is playing, okay, this is a big caveat. If, if Henry is playing and is healthy, I cannot go against, you know, Mike Frable, like you said, the guy, has taken a lot of lessons from bill belichick i think the Bengals are going to be you know a young you know inexperienced team coming out they're probably going to fire early if the titans can control the first half i feel very confident they go ahead and win this game give me the titans with one point at minus two and a half night game it is packers 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 I have them right now. It's at. Five. It went down from six to minus five and a half. Write that. Write that bet down there, ticket. Minus five and a half. Packers. If you don't have the cojones, take the money line. They're winning this game. They are winning this game, ticket. I believe the Packers win by nine points yeah, this I like week. That. I think the Packers win by more than a touchdown. I'm definitely taking them at minus five and a half. At this point, I'm waiting for it to go even down. Lower. I think the Packers are a better team. I think, you know, for everybody who talks about the run game from San Francisco, people don't realize the run game that the Green Bay Packers have with Dylan and my guy, Aaron Jones, the one-two punch. I think we can take it to them. I think Aaron's going to be rested. We have Bakhtiari back. Word on the street is Merciless is coming back as an outside linebacker. Zadarius Smith, our best defensive lineman coming back. Then Jair Alexander potentially can play. I mean, these are game-changing Pro Bowl players that we have been playing without, and now they're coming back to the fold. Bakhtiari on the line. I really love the Packers this week. That's my picks for the Saturday. Sunday, Sunday is a little tricky. Okay. I agree. It's Sunday a trickier day. Sunday Chiefs minus two and a half in the night game. I'm taking that. I, I like the Chiefs. I think that that's a solid bet. As you said, if depends on what Bill's team shows up, if the bills that we saw last week show up, they can absolutely win this game. But I just think that it's just too much of a back and forth seesaw with this team. Give me the Chiefs at minus two and a half, a field goal to win for them. I love that. Done. And then the day game is what I'm torn about. I fucking hate the Buccaneers. I do not want to play the Buccaneers. I'm saying this right now. I do not want Brady versus Rodgers in the NFC Championship. I don't want it. I'm rooting for the Rams. I cannot help but root for the Rams. But I think the Bucs win. Wow. I think the Bucs win. Um, I don't know about the line. I would go Bucks money line. I don't trust okay. minus three
1: Yeah,
0: bucks like money that. line. And I think you got Packers bucks. And I think you got on the other side, Titans and chiefs. I'm not taking any upsets this week. Uh, I, I just think that the teams who are favored are going to come through. I, I would love to hear oh, that. Oh, true. You, you,
1: didn't take, yeah, you didn't take any underdogs. Yeah, I have one underdog here. And uh, But let me start with the Packers and the Niners because I'm, I'm in lockstep with you there. I like the Packers minus six. I think they're going to win by you know, nine, 12 points. I think it's going to be pretty simple there. I also like the under 47 in that game. I also like okay. the under 47. That's an lot of running. right there. A lot of running. Yeah, I
0: don't mind that, Tick. Yep.
1: Um, I, the, my one underdog I I do like the Bengals I do I like the Bengals I like I like everything we said about um, Joe Burrow and just his savviness and it's like playoff experience goes out the window with him because he's just so present it it, it just I feel like he, he knows exactly what he's doing I don't trust Tannehill I don't trust Derrick Henry's plate in his foot I mean could he go off he could but you know, I I just love the Bengals here, especially getting three and a half. Man, they could Tennessee could win by a field goal, and I'm still I'm still. Well, that's bashing. why I
0: said I would take it at minus. I would yeah yeah. You brought down, it down a point. you
1: brought it down. So there's actually um, a way that we both could win there. I think.
0: Um, I, I see this if Burrow comes through this week. I I mean, sky's the limit for this young man. Uh, he's he's getting the bag. I mean, he's already getting the bag. He's right? already I mean, getting Could the you bag.
1: imagine if he if he took him to a championship game? Oh, just to get destroyed by either the Chiefs or the Bills. <laughs> That takes me to the Chiefs and the Bills. I am with you. I think the Chiefs minus two, I'm taking that and I'm running to the bank simply because I don't trust the Bills. I just don't trust them. Could they come out and, and play like they did last week? Yeah, and then the Chiefs are going to lose that game. But I just think the chance, the odds of that happening are so slim to none. Um, but who knows if Singletary keeps running his little tail off, they could pull it off. But I like the Chiefs yeah. minus two. And uh, I'm against you here. I, I like I like the Rams. For you, I mean it's music. I hope to you God the
0: Rams win. It's music yeah, to your Yeah, I really ears. do.
1: I don't like the Rams I, money line, but I love them. Plus, I'm taking the spread. I love them plus three.
0: I, I, Who do you think wins the game, though, Ticket? Uh, yeah, I know. I don't know. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. I would love the Rams to win. I have just learned that Brady is just. This guy is like a fucking centipede, like a like every time you try to kill him, somehow they win. You all these guys are out and they still fucking win, which scares the shit out of me that if I have to face them next week. Um now yeah. I don't want to get too far
1: I vowed after Atlanta numerous years ago. I would never ever bet against him again. <laughs> and in a way, I'm taking the points here and I'm not still betting against him. He could win. But so you're taking the Rams
0: plus three. Dude, the but Rams who do you-
1: played so fucking well last week, and if yeah. their defense, like you said, the Eagles got to to um, Brady numerous times because they're banged up on the offensive line, Jansen and, and Wiffert or whatever his name is, and dude, Aaron Donald and everybody. I'm on hoping.
0: That team- ticket that my bad luck streak is just going to continue to roll for the team that i don't like the most which is the box that me picking them is going to ultimately mean they lose but
1: the storyline oh both storylines are going to be great though because matt stafford the x lion Getting to face Aaron no, Rodgers, no. but also, of course, Brady it's not the better versus one, but Rogers it is still more is of a, it's, it's still a storyline, though. It they is. Still it is. It, but yes, Brady course, versus Rodgers is a storyline that a story everybody line. wants. And if I'm you, I don't want to see it. I don't want to. See I
0: it don't because, want to see it. I don't I mean, want <laughs> to. Fuck. I saw it fucking last year. I had to watch Kevin King fucking watch Scotty Miller run into the end zone with no time left. I had to watch it in an airport because I was coming back from Jupiter, Florida. And I was watching on the airplane, losing my fucking mind, watching LaFleur kick a field goal when we're down eight points with two minutes left in the game and three timeouts.
1: Yeah, that's clearly still a wound that hasn't healed over yet for you. are <laughs> <laughs> gonna
0: hopefully you find
1: some, some closure and some resolution this year, but that's gonna do oh. it for our picks. That's gonna do it for the sports. Also, well, wait, wait, wait,
0: who do you have in the in the NFC and AFC championship? You have the Bengals and you have the Chiefs.
1: Oh yeah. Outside of the spreads here. I got, I got the chiefs and the Bengals and I think the chiefs just steamroll. I really do. <laughs> uh, their biggest test is the bills here. If they get past the bills during the super bowl, in my opinion. Um, I think it's going to be Rams. It was my, my preseason was, wow. I, it was Rams in the championship game. I had them there and I had, I had the bucks there as well, but now the way things have unfolded, that's impossible. So well, I think the Rams – I think the Rams are going to win this game. I think defense leads the way. Matt Stafford does just enough, and I think they take over a, a beaten down and battered uh, Bucks team.
0: I what love it, you? Dick. What do I you love think?
1: it. What do you think? What do you got? Well, no, I said already.
0: I think it's going to be – I think it's Titans and uh, and Chiefs, and then I think in the NFC Championship, it's Brady versus Rodgers. Yeah. That's
1: yeah.
0: what I think. That would be – I hope to God I'm wrong. I really hope to God I'm I've been wrong – Lord, I've been wrong enough on this podcast – I don't mind being wrong one more time. Let those bucks lose. I will be fucking over the moon. Over the moon! <laughs> <All> <laughs> Give right. me Stafford. Give me Stafford, Dick. That was fun. I like that. that. We was made fun. up for lost time. That was, a, that was a hell of a little episode there. That was a big one.
1: That was a long one. That was a big one. That was an exciting one. That. that was a fun one. Yeah, we did. We did need that one. And, and you was- know what?
0: The followers needed to listen to something, too, after one week of a hiatus. And you well, know, dude, we're... we're, we're, we're growing we're growing
1: here how are the downloads are the downloads looking good dude they're as good as they've ever been you know episode one (sighs) is usually the like the big one and then things tail off from there and that happened for a bit but, dude, since the Christmas episode, we have just skyrocketed.
0: I don't know what happened. Because we, we gave we, the worst episode of our lives and, and somehow got more steam from we, it than ever before. We've been promoting
1: <laughs> less and less, too. And it's like, I, I don't know. know where they're I'll coming. I'll promote
0: this week. I'll I don't promote know where they're
1: week. coming from, though. It's like we're doing less and less, and we're getting more and more.
0: I That's got fantastic. people DMing me. If, listen, if you're listening to, by the way, and if there's a topic that you'd like us to discuss, yeah. something you want to talk about or hear us talk about, um, at some point, Ticket, I'd love if we could take some questions you know, into the Sportsman where we could a- implement that into the segment um, on, on the podcast. But if there's something you want us to talk about or something that you hear us talk about that really pisses you off or you disagree about, let it fly in our DMs. Do not hold back. I, I try to respond to all Sportsman DMs that I get. And, you know, lately, the good news, I've been getting a lot more of them. So, we want to yeah, hear from same. you. We want you to be engaged and feel like you're part of the show. If there's something you want to talk about, hear us talk about, let us know. Shoot us a DM. Tell us what it is that you'd like to hear about. Or if you disagree with something that we say, hey, no one takes criticism better than me and Tick. Apparently, even when he's not around, when I'm doing on off <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but
1: wasted. anyways, this was a
0: lot of fun, ticket. I look forward to the, this a huge huge divisional round weekend in the NFC uh, in the NFL. And, um, Hopefully we can discuss the Packers next week. I think we will. I think we will.
1: All right, folks, give us uh, five stars if you can. Comment, leave something nice, leave something for us to uh, really nibble into and feel good about ourselves. Because we love doing this. I love seeing cuts. I love talking sports. And like he said, we're going to start fielding some questions and bringing you guys on board and making you more a part of the podcast. So as always, another good episode. Great seeing you, buddy. Love you. Till next time. Love you,